Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, what day is it today? Tuesday? Is it? Are we on? Are we Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? No, it's Tuesday. No, it's Monday, brother. Monday. I've got, <laughs> I'm trying to do an intro and I've got my guest speaking over me right now. So ladies and gentlemen, I believe it's Monday and I don't know where that information came from, but I'm going to accept it. So here we are, Monday, another Monday, another guest, another great guest. On the show today, I have an old friend of mine, uh, old based on his age, uh, and <laughs> it's shocking actually that I've never had him individually on the show, but you're all familiar with him. We've done the, uh, the, the PPA podcast. Uh, we've, I've been on his show. I've shared his message. I've shared his information. I adore this man. He has done some great work, all in all, in a lot of different fields, all perpetuating one solid message of constant growth which means everything's always changing. So today, let's give a nice warm shout out. Welcome to the one and only Brandon Hanley. Welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I think I'll throw it in there for you because you're the one who actually gave me this one, uh, the voice of a generation. There you go. Right. Uh, Adam and I, uh, when one of our first conversations, one of the first conversations we had, you know, Adam says, hey, Brent, you're the voice of a generation. I was like, well, how does, how does that even work? And then um, he's like, you just are. And, and so I just started throwing that into my podcast entries uh, when, I was, when I was doing the podcasting. And you know what? Nobody's ever said no to me, right? So anytime I hop on, I'm like, this is Brandon Hanley here, the voice of a generation. And I get a chuckle, but I'm always reminded that, uh, you know, you are whoever you say you are. 100%. Uh, images, you know, perceived images, everything. Uh, and it's funny, you know, you, 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 you bring that up because it, the first thing, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when I say it or when I hear you say it and knowing that it now, now, now knowing that it came from me, which is kind of funny because I say a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, but that is, you know, the, the, prove me wrong, <laughs> you know, prove me wrong. And that, right. that's, that's sure. one of those great things. Of course, you're the voice of a generation. Nobody said which generation, you know, why wouldn't you be the voice of a generation? <laughs> right, right. You well, know, especially we, if we're work, especially if we're working off of a collective conscious. Um, another great point. I mean, uh, you know, there are so many things that, uh, like I said, like you, you, you touch on things that change drastically, rapidly. Um, your energy. Since I've known you, you've, you've, you're one of the very few people who have. You've basically taken on four major roles. You had mm. the job you were in when I first met you. Mm. You started a fatherhood for the rest of us movement, which is phenomenal. Thank you. Um, you've started your secondary podcast and uh, motivational stuff uh, that you're working on now. Right. And you, uh, you are, you're doing the real estate thing. So, so the, the physical tangible time in your day, I see too uh, that you've delegated your kitchen tasks. So that's a good thing. <laughs> You're in the middle. We, you're we, in the middle we, as share, well. we, we, we now, we now, we now share that uh, the kitchen time. That's funny. That's funny. You know, what yeah. Adam's making reference to is uh, my wife is uh, actually spending more time in the kitchen. Uh, she was very uh, kitchen averse when we first met. And that's just simply because she didn't have a comfort level in there, right? 
um, and uh, I'll give her a shout out, Meg Hanley. Uh, she, and, and we, we always laugh because, you know, going on 13 years ago, she was making tacos one night, you know, just ground beef tacos. She wanted to make me dinner. She wanted to make it special. So it was uh, El Paso tacos, right? Um, and, and she accidentally spilled the beef in the sink and, and she was very upset about it. And uh, my mindset even back then was like, you know, very just kind of take it on I'm like let's just rinse off the meat and we'll keep on going the kind of thing out of the sink was clean yeah. um, to her she was she was kind of devastated over it but she's come so far now where you know she cooks she cooks uh maybe more of the meals than i do and I, she does a great job at it uh and that kind of started because um we, we get blue apron right and i look at that as like a, a cooking course right we we get the meals and a cooking cooking lesson, and uh, she's been she's been taking that on, and, and she loves to do it, and she's grown so much in in that process, right? That's another place where I get to witness growth, Adam. Yeah, another another one that I I really wanted to touch on too is your hundred days of happiness. Um, mm. uh, toilet Thank paper, you. first of all, toilet paper, really. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> anyway, so. The, this 100 Days of Happiness is such a phenomenal thing. I'm not 100% sure where you've got the idea to do it. But in, in an ever-changing world, again, I, you know, I found myself repeating myself, but <laughs> redundantly, I should add. Um, this 100 days, um, it's, a, it's amazing what can happen in 100 days. It's amazing what can change in 100 days. Anyone listening to this right now, if you have a problem in your life, you can get rid of it in 100 days. You can change it in 100 days. Easily. So what you're doing is 100 days of gratitude, things that you see, things that you like each and every single day, regardless of what it is, you're sharing a positive message for yourself. It could be completely irrelevant to the world. Like we just mentioned toilet paper. They don't know what it is. Funny does. <laughs> right, right. Um, these are the things that, that spur greatness um, in everything else you do. There was an old saying that never stuck with me that never, I never fully grasped it. I thought it was poppycock, but uh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Um, mm, but that is, sure. that is a truth. That, that is an absolute truth. If you, you know, if you're going to half-ass make your bed, chances are you're going to half-ass make your lunch. Chances are you're going to half-ass do your work. Mm. You know? And I was yeah. always told, put your whole ass in everything. <laughs> put your whole ass in everything. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. It's funny that you kind of bring that up. Uh, you know, I, I remember one person telling me that they don't do platitudes and they consider that a platitude. Uh, but the, in, in the same token, um, look, I, I don't, I don't know that I've always looked for the positive in everything all the time. I think I've definitely been more of an optimist than, than, um, than a pessimist, but the uh, idea came from, uh, Amanda, a lady who would actually stop by our place. Uh, we, you know, we just have visitors stop by all the time. And, um, she, she, uh, she just mentioned that she was doing this, this thing, hundred days of happiness. And I was like, sure. Um, and, and when you start to look for things to be grateful and happy for, that's just, something that begins uh, to ingrain itself in your life, right? Uh, mm -hmm. if, if it's something that you're not confident and comfortable doing because that's not your way, well, if you just do it with one part every day, if you just look for one piece every day, now, I'm not looking for you to have a uh, hundred happy days in total, but if maybe in the pictures, there's, there's one part of that day that, that for just even just a moment that you were happy or I was happy and I get to share that. Yeah. And psychologically too, uh, how that works on you, you know, when you look back on it, not you, well, I mean you, but when one looks back on what they've done, but because you're posting it, you can look back and say, you know, maybe this hundred days wasn't, you know, all it was cracked up to be, but here are my memories of the hundred days that were great. 
and and right. and it changes inside your mind what it was and when it changes inside your mind it changes your actions moving forward right 100% so another thing i wanted to talk about was well two things two things you had, you had mentioned earlier something but here is because you and i have dabbled back and forth with the uh, the quote unquote conspiracies and that's a, it's a running theme in my show and i'll touch on it again conspiracy theories to me are the ability to open your mind to the possibility of anything. Once you start opening your mind and once you start asking questions and when you start seeing things, certain realities tend to crumble. Certain beliefs tend to disappear. Certain ways of life tend to fall away. So if you're, you know, if you're depressed, anxiety and, and, and driven in these manners, it's because of the way you think. It's because of what you believe. But if you can change what you believe, you can get rid of that depression. You can get rid of that anxiety. And when you do that, you can achieve far greater. So the idea of awakening or becoming something is kind of unlearning to me, unlearning everything that we knew that was holding us back and that was keeping us down, that was keeping us depressed, which is being open to something that isn't force-fed to you, i.e. a conspiracy theory. So my question to you, and this is because I'm going to start asking every guest that I have on here this question, as this particular quote-unquote conspiracy has caught my attention, um, obviously a while ago, but I'm curious to know what people think of or if, if you know anything about the Mandela effect, and do you have any experiences with it? Oh, this is like where, uh, you know, he was dead one year, but showed up like uh, another year later or something like that. The Mandela effect initially is a belief that Mandela died in jail in the 80s, uh, but he's still alive today. But hundreds and thousands of people believe that in the 80s, Nelson Mandela died. And yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, as, that's as deep as I know it, right? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well. Yeah, look, I, I think that, I think that um, are you asking me whether or not I'm aware of the conspiracy and you want to dig into conspiracies? Because here's, basically, no, here's the thing, man. Go ahead. Wasn't, what, wasn't what I was asking. I was just, I was just considered, I was just curious to know if you had your own experience with a Mandela effect or something. Similar. A Mandela, particular Mandela. Uh, you know what? Not, not Hmm. It's a good question, man. You know, uh, I'm of the belief of um, the whole, when you change the way you see things, the way, you know, you'll, you'll see different things. Right. So, uh, you're, and I was just having a conversation earlier with somebody else. I'm like, you've got to, you've got to believe in something in your mind, uh, to see, you know, and then you'll see it. Right. Once you believe it in your head, then you'll be able to see it. And, you know, uh, and, and saying that, like, uh, you know, we're, we're humans are notoriously quote unquote, good pattern recognizers. Right. Once you establish a pattern in your mind, like aliens exist or this is a flat earth, then you can find evidence for that anywhere you look. Right. Um, but you have to believe that that's a possibility inside your own mind. And once you see the evidence for that inside of your mind, you're going to see that everywhere. Yeah, very much so. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very valid point. You start thinking about yellow cars, you're going to start seeing yellow cars all over the place. Well, yeah. Um, no, it's good. So, so does that parlay then into, your life taking place sort of in a, in a, in a way that it was supposed to, i.e. one thing that we were going to talk about was yeah, yeah. our conversation. I had said well, to hey, you, hey, go ahead. Well, let me, I'm just going to, I'm just going to interrupt, man, because I, you know, right before, right before, um, right before you and I got on here, I was speaking to one of my first coaches, uh, Elise Archer, and she had gotten this gentleman, uh, John Broman on my podcast. And as it turns out, after I've moved, uh, 
back from North Carolina, back up to New Jersey, and had a lunch at a seminar on Friday. Turns out that the agent that I'm working with right now in this new real estate endeavor, unbeknownst to me, sold John Vroman's house. You know, so how does that happen? How does it line up where like these are the people that like, you know, in your life where, and, and I just mentioned that because these are like the little kind of cookie, cookie crumbles that when you look back, they always say hindsight's twenty twenty. You just kind of see it lining up and it's like, what, what, how is that even possible? And your answer would be, my answer that Adam would say that what's the percentage of that Adam would tell me that's a hundred percent a hundred percent that was going to happen right and uh, <laughs> and here's the funny thing Adam did this to me uh, a couple a couple months ago we were having a conversation and um, I had been studying um, I had been studying uh, motivational interviewing and while I was in my real estate course one of the teachers who'd been teaching motivational interviewing for fifteen years in NYU was in that class. I said, Adam, what are the odds of that happening? I'm studying this stuff right now. And here's like a, a person who's been teaching this for years. And I get to have this conversation that, you know, and, and I was actually, I, was, I think I was telling you, I was like, I was a little worried that she would tell me like, uh, when we had the conversation, I'm studying it for coaching. She would poo poo me or all this. she was excited for me. And it was, she told me how useful it was and all this. I said, Adam, what are the chances of that happening? He goes, hundred percent. And he goes, and, and, and Adam told me, he goes, you know, it's, it's, it's what, you know, these are the things that I put in my mind that need to happen and quote unquote manifest in order for this life to happen. Right. You know, however that comes out of my mouth, I'm not really sure, but Close you know, <laughs> the, the things that we tell ourselves need to happen in order for us to take these next steps are what your mind uh, accepts and allows in your life, right? Um, well, the proof of that is every single thing that you have right now is something that you've worked towards. We forget that, that. Wanted, right? Yeah, yeah. We forget yeah. that. We forget right. that, you know, we have everything. And and we have this this belief that everything was by accident. When you sort of uh, acquire things, constantly acquire things, you don't necessarily appreciate them. You're not you're not where you need to be when it comes to fully appreciating that. And you also don't remember the strife that you went through acquiring these things. So people could say that it's a long shot that you would run into this person that was doing this thing, but it's not a long shot because your message and your studying and your comprehension of this deemed that you needed to run into this person, deemed that you put yourself in a position to acquire what you needed to acquire, to, to, to really touch base with, with who you were. And if you weren't trying to do this that woman still would have been in your class but you would never have known it would never oh, yeah, have yeah. Made a i would have never known i would have never known i mean i think even in, even in conjunction with this whole thing adam is like you know this came through like uh somebody that my wife knew right like i mean and it just kind of all the all the relationships i mean this is total butterfly effect stuff happening right here it's like happening right before my eyes and 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 my connected dots are like whoa like it's almost um galactic Right. If I look up in the skies and I'm like, you know, these are all the stars. These are, you know, there's Andromeda, there's the Milky Way. Like, I mean, as they, what did I say? As above, so below, like, you know, it's just, these are the connections I'm making. And this is, it's, it's mind boggling. Um, just kind of how it's showing up. But like the, um, in my choice to view it in this way, it's opening up my heart and I'm not sure how to, uh, kind of, um, even express that but like it's making me feel amazing to see life this way to make the choice to see life this way and when i can open up my heart 
you know, uh, the heart is the strongest, um, uh, you know, magnetic, uh, electronic, you know, electric uh, part of your body. And when you can open that and resonate that you are loving where you're at and who you are and what's happening in your life, uh, you're going to, you're going to find other people in your life like that. And if you don't believe that, take a look at exactly who's in your life right now and understand that they are representative of exactly how you're resonating. And, and listen, and you can do that. And, and here's, here's, the, here's the fun thing, man. You can choose to believe what I'm saying until you, until, you, until you go and you try it and you find out something different, right? So go try what I'm saying. Look at your life. Look at how you felt. Look at what shows up in your life. Hindsight is 2020. But it's not even about that, really. What you're saying is so factual that the people don't, if they don't believe you, right, all they have to do is stop what they're doing and take stock of who's in their life right now and what's well, in I think their that's, life. That's important. that's important that you bring that up because a lot of people don't stop and take stock in their life. And therefore, you know, this, this goes back to, uh, you know, the, you know, the un, un, um, unexamined life is not worth living because if you're not examining your life, you're just simply living it by default. You're probably not making conscious choices. You're probably not taking making intentional choices about your life and you're not uh, you're not an active participant proactive participant i suppose it's yeah i was actually having this conversation uh earlier today and it <laughs> it's 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 interesting uh the people go to work mm -hmm. to earn money mm -hmm. to pay for the car that they use to go to work right to pay for the house that they live in when they're not at work mm -hmm. because they need a house to live in. But so many of them, so many people are out of money after they've paid for the house and they've paid for the clothes and they've paid for the car to get yep. to the job that they don't want to be at. And they're out of yeah. money. They're out of money. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's, and that's a cyclical living scenario. This is not, this is not reality. This is not what we're here for. We're not here to be tax slaves. We're not here well, to it, simply pay I, these things out. And I would say, I mean, it's, it's, so it is reality. It's their perceived reality. It's your perceived reality until you, quote unquote, wake up or until you decide to stop and pause. This is where you got to stop, pause, take stock of your life. Um, and for some people, you know, uh, I think we talk about it a lot, but for some people, they've got to go through all those things. Well, they, everybody has to go through it, right? This is part of the process, Adam, right? Everybody's got to go through pushed, this. You have to be pushed to your breaking point for you to actually. I, I dis but I see this is, I disagree with that, right? But I think that everybody's got their own motivator, right? Everybody's got their own motivator. Some people are going to wait until they get to rock bottom, until they're in such an immense amount of pain before they realize they can redirect all that energy into love, into something they love. And that's when they realize that their whole lives, they've probably been directing all that energy into what they've been told to direct that energy into, right? Or thought that they had to direct that energy into. That creation, that life creation that they've got right now is what they thought they were supposed to get, right? On that note, I mean, I believe that that's a possibility or a probability actually. I've never experienced that. My mm. change, my change mm -hmm. came from self-hate that drove mm. me literally to the bottom. Um, and then I, I understood it and I grasped it. So on that note, if you're listening to this right now and you've made a change to your life, that's, that, that's taken you from mediocrity to excellence without having hit a rock bottom, I want you on the show. 
I want to yeah, talk yeah. to you. So I, I think that I is wanna... so important to to understand that that can happen. Yeah, I want to talk to that person. If you're listening well, right now, that person, I want to talk <laughs> to that person. And here's how it happens, right? Here's how it happens, and it happens just like with coaching that you've done for so long, and and you may and and you you may have been teaching it without recognizing it. And I think that that's a total possibility, right? You can be an awakener without being awoke. And I'm not calling anyone a guru because that's actually what a guru is, is an awakener. Yeah, I've right? done that. I've done that for a long time. But I, if you're referring to my path, I like 10 years ago, I was at the bottom and then I turned a, a, turned a page and then slowly came out of it. So I always taught awakening. And I right. always believed in other people before I believed in myself. So there was, for me, there was a huge change. There was, there was right. a, a multitude of changes. There was stages and stages and stages of things that I personally went through. And, and right. grew. what was the thing I just posted? Don't, don't judge me on my, uh, oh, Jesus, I don't even know. I have to pull that up because I really actually like that quote. But it, um, it was, uh, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting avenue to be down. So rock bottom changes people. And, absolutely. And, well, absolutely. Again, because because um, you know, like it or not, you are energy, right? You literally are energy. Wherever you you know, you make the choice to to direct it in one way or another. And as you slowly drain from giving yourself into everything that you know is just stealing from you and doesn't replenish you, and then you reach rock bottom. There's like, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a nuclear reaction, right, within yourself. And then, you know, you've got all this you, this that you know we'll call it like a fission or a fusion when you hit rock bottom it's right there and there's your heart sinks so hard that it just blows up and you've got all that energy to redirect and you can keep going down a depression spiral or you can finally recognize that this is the time this is it this is now you've got nothing left other than your dreams or your inspirations and and, and to me like that's you know, nothing left except for this one idea, right? This, you know, for quote unquote, you know, uh, lack of better term, heaven sent, divine intervention, all these things. This is what picks I can get you back up that. off the ground. I can get huh? behind that. I can get behind yeah. that 100%. And, yeah. you know, talking about, again, people's origins, origin stories are, are mm-hmm. I adore them. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to be starting a whole new segment uh, on the show about origin stories. For we're sure. going to get some celebrities on here and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do it. Do it. I may have to pay for some of them, but we're going to get them on <laughs> Um, that's a thing too. You can actually pay to get some, some really good top quality people on your show and, you know, to get a message out there, there are some people yeah. I want to talk to. I'll drop 150 bucks for a couple hours of their time or an hour of their time. For sure. Um, but the, what you were saying, um, is, is powerful when you have nothing left so many times. And there are so many people right now that are listening to this show. And I know I actually just went over the numbers of the show, by the way, everyone, thank you all so much for the love. It has been one hell of a run. Um, and I'm glad that we're making a difference. I'm glad that, that you guys are listening. We're over a thousand downloads now per episode. Nice. We're only on episode 62. This is 62, ladies and gentlemen. So, and the first 10 were crap. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 52 and we're trying hard to make better every single time. But to those of you who are listening right now who have not hit rock bottom, but are certainly on your way down, uh, understand that what Brandon said was you don't have a choice you're going to get to a point where you don't have a choice. And this is, people have these things. People have this, this, uh, this path, everyone's path again, every single person's path is different. But when you get down to, I don't have a choice. A lot of people think suicide is next or Mm. something along these lines, something, something absolutely drastic as long as along these lines. And I've been doing a lot of reading on this, this particular thing because I was there. I, I was at this point in my life. I've been there. I've sat 
on the very bottom and said, the fuck. So now I have to mark it explicit. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, so the, uh, the, the, the point I'm trying to make is there's a, there's a curve. So when you, the, 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 the idea and the ideology behind um, the bottom and then nothing left, hmm. the funny thing is when you have nothing left at all, and this is the most realist truth I've ever dropped on this show, that nothing left that you think is the hate. You have no hate. You have no anger. You have no, mm. you have no time for yeah. distraught. You have no time for pain. You have used it all up. And the only yeah. thing left for you to do is to become positive. I love it. I love it. So you're, so you're saying like there's nothing left except for the you know, potential love or life left to give. Yes. Yes. Once, you, once you've lived in such a dark, a dark state for so long and it's like it's, it creeps up on you. You don't know yeah. that it's been. You don't know that it's been there. Because right. it's like the, the boiling lobster, I always say, but people like to say the boiling frog now. So the boiling sure. frog, the frog won't jump out of the water, right? It's, it, unless yes. it'll jump out of a boiling water. Uh, yes. But if it slowly boils, that's the end of it. Frog's like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hello, my ragtop. Um, so that's why I say the, the bottom is a turning point. And, right. and you have to kill yourself. Now hear me out to become who you're going to be. And that right. old self goes away. There are so many, and there's books on this, this, this whole killing yourself, killing your essence and, and yourself being who you think you are. Once you've gotten rid of that person, once you've gotten rid of who you think you are, you can then become who you're going to be. And so, I mean, and again, I think that, you know, right now we're talking about like hitting rock bottom, right? There is or coming no, close. <laughs> there is no need to wait to that point. As Adam and I were talking about earlier, now here's a couple other things that we talk about that are, are need to kind of recognize. Though, if you've ever studied Maslow's law, the hierarchical needs, if you're in survival mode and you keep telling yourself you're in survival mode, then that's what you're looking for. You're looking for, uh, you know, the the you're grasping and you're clawing and all these things. And take a look at where you are in the United States of America. It's almost impossible for you to die. All right. It's almost impossible for you to not find shelter, get shelter, get food, get a job, have enough to survive, just survive. Right. So get out of that mentality. Right. So recognize that, recognize that it is almost impossible. There is something and there's some way. So, uh, you know, as long as you're willing to take the next breath, which is the most important and vital resource that you have is air and oxygen and the breath that you take, as long as you can do that and breathe. You you're going to be fine. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to be fine. So the next step though is like kind of is thriving. Right. And then, so what is it going to take for you to thrive? Stop looking at survival. You're surviving. All right. I guarantee you that if you picked up this podcast and you hear it today, you're beyond the state of survival. You are in a thriving state. You just don't recognize it. Right. You're not aware that you're currently in a thriving state. And that's, there's a reason for that too. Because you could be making 60, 70 grand a year and you could be completely suffering under what we were just talking about. Once you've paid for your car and paid for your house and paid for your clothes, the job's run out of money. The job that you're yeah, going e to is running out of Even if all that's gone, Adam, I believe you could find yourself in, in a thriving state, right? You lose the job. You lose oh, 100%. everything. Right? Yeah. So, so my, 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 you know, what I'm pointing out here, though, so, so recognize that you're thriving. Right. If you're listening to this podcast, again, if you're listening to this podcast, if you've got the luxury and the time and, and, and again, you've got the luxury to listen to this podcast, you have a luxurious lifestyle. You may not even recognize that yourself. And, and then you go beyond that. And you, you, I think like, you know, he gets some uh, pinnacles, self-expression, self-realization. 
And that is for your, and, and if you look up self, and if you look up realization, it's basically, you know, your, what's inside coming out, right? And you're already doing self-expression, but you may not be doing it with the intent that you truly desire. And that's, you know, that coming upon the fact that Maslow's laws were so legit, right? And seeing that, uh, it's, it's, that's been, that's been life-changing, right? I do my life changes every day. I can't deny it. Like I just, I find life-changing things happening in my life every day that are amazing. and I love it. It's funny how well this goes along with the last uh, Facebook update. I did the Facebook post. I'm actually going to tag that as the picture for this, for this episode. And it's a shame that you have to go. You are, <laughs> you are, you are a short episode today. Uh, obviously. Uh, yeah, sorry, man. This, this is the stuff though. Um, I'll give you another shout out to Adam. Adam, I don't know how much you've been sharing of Jed McKenna, right? But uh, I love the I love the one uh, one of his you know episodes that's on YouTube, and he's talking I think Julie or whatever on the conversation with Julie on Jed McKenna, he, and he says like I don't know how you're gonna get there, but I know what you'll find when you when you get there, right? So in, in talking about like the awakening process, and here's another guy I think that you should kind of tune into Adam yourself and and your audience if this is if this audience is are you saying tune into Jed McKenna? Well, it, well, Jed McKenna. But here's another guy. You know, if you're tuning into this podcast, if you're tuning into Adam, they know who guess, Jed McKenna is. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So my guess is that you know your your head and your body and your spirits in the in this space, right? Uh, and when I say this space, it's like you know you're looking, you're a seeker, right? And and um, in saying that. Not everybody's going to catch this message, right? Not everybody's not not everybody's there, and that's the okay. Message, the message that you're giving is the message is th that message is designed for the one person that does get it. So, um, so you've uh, won. The Theodore Nottingham uh, really talks about this in his uh, uh, talks about it in the Lost Gospels of Thomas, right? Not everyone is on a spiritual journey. Not everyone is, uh, you know. Uh, capable or willing to recognize the fact that, you know, they may or may not be spiritual beings with a physical body. Very, very few people are on a spiritual journey. Every, most people still watch television and think it's real. I, look, I, look, I don't, I'm not here to show, tell anyone what they should believe in. You know, the first thing you should believe in is yourself. After that, make a move. You just said you weren't going to tell people what to believe in. Well, yeah, you should believe in yourself. I mean, look, that's, even that's even that's tough to do. And when I say believing in yourself is tough to do, it's like you know, who are we really? And that's just a that's just a rabbit hole. But um, you know, once you kind of recognize that uh, you're much more than you've ever uh, believed yourself to be, and you're in, uh, you know, you and I had this conversation Friday. Uh, you know, and Alan Watts talks about this: is that you are in a perfect world, right? Uh, and once you recognize that you're in kind of a perfect world for yourself, that's when it can begin to improve. There's nothing wrong with this world the way that it is now for you to improve your life. 100%. Kill off the ego and, and watch yourself thrive because no matter what the scenario is and what the situation is and what information you have inside your head, all of the stories that you've been told and all of the things that you are aware of all resonate inside you for you to perceive it and for you to actuate upon it. You, there are people out there that will give you the argument of the starving kids in, in, in Ethiopia or the starving kids here, the starving kids there, right? Yeah. I, I understand that that's an existence, but that does not affect you on a Tuesday morning. 
So unfortunate, but yes. Yeah. And there are things, if you don't like the starving kids, make something of yourself, head over there and feed them all. Right. Right. There you, you have you, every single thing that you don't like about this world is an opportunity for you to correct it. And it has nothing to do with the thing that you don't like life's purpose is for you to become the person that fixed the thing that you don't like. Yeah. You become are- the change. I mean, that's the whole Gandhi bit, right? Become the change that you wish to see. Exactly. Now yes, sir. we, I told you before we've gone over the time that you gave me at the beginning. So Brandon, where, where can, where can this audience, where can they find you? I feel like we, I feel like we just got started. The, the, some of the times we get on the phone, it goes forever and ever and ever, but Hey, don't you be a stranger as well. So either have me on your show or you come back on this one, but don't let this be another three or four months until we hear from you. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, look, man, you can go, uh, if you're looking for fatherhood content, well, Adam, what's the, what's this? Didn't you tie us in together with a, uh, you know, all encompassing website, uh, coach Yeah. You're, you're, you're in one spot. I'm, I want to hear yeah, it from yeah. your voice. Where's everyone yeah. going? <laughs> coach Brandon. Is it coach Brandon? I haven't even been there for a little bit. So Jeez, you're so busy. Coach. You don't even know what, you don't even know how much product you got out there. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, just, you can find Brandon Hanley. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to put the links in the show. So you're going to have it all in the show right up. Everything's I, appreciate, be I fine. appreciate you, man. Um, so, great. you know, yeah. But anyways, if, if you wanted to go search separate things and separate entities, you could go to, uh, you know, the prosperity practice.com where there's kind of more of this type of content that Adam and I are talking about. Uh, if you want to find like more fatherhood uh, and, you know, for some reason I've got uh, my, Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, report on there, which is just simply me uh, hopping on uh, as, as I'm talking about all that I'm learning through the lens of uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That's I'll beautiful. I'll That's beautiful. Content galore, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And uh, again, if you are about to hit rock bottom, but you're not quite there yet and you're looking for answers, info at thementalmasteryalliance.com. I want you on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, Keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.